Welcome to Tech Talk Nation, talking about the latest tech, industry news, and hot topics. Broadcasting from Purdue University in West Lafayette, Indiana. With your hosts, Matthew Fitzgerald and Nathan Olson. Good evening and welcome to Tech Talk Nation. I'm your host, Matthew Fitzgerald, and we are happy to have you in today. I'm joined by my good friend, Nate Olson, here. Hi there. And we are ready to talk tech. So, it has been a big, big week in technology, hasn't it, Nate? It sure has. Um, do you want to go ahead and do the intro, like introduce ourselves first, being sure, our inaugural, yeah. inaugural podcast here? Definitely, definitely. So, we are... Matthew Fitzgerald and Nathan Olson, <laughs> and what we are is we are Tech Talk Nation, and what we do is we talk tech, but here's the thing, we don't want to be like every other tech, tech podcast out there, we don't want to just bore you with stupid facts and statistics, right? We just want to make sure that you know what's going on in technology, tell you about some of the uh, recent changes in the industry, keep you up to everyday standards, and make sure that we are fully... Uh, educating you not only on what the news wants you to see about tech, but what we think is pretty cool, too. Uh, a lot of cool things in technology uh, don't necessarily have um, make headlines. Like, there's, there's a lot of little niche stories and things like that that really are great to talk about, right, Nate? Right. I... I think over time, you know, the podcast will evolve. We'll be able to have more of a candid, you know, conversation about things. Maybe go off on some tangents here and there. Like, of course. if we start, if we if we find a topic that we really find interesting, you know, we can just kind of delve in and, uh, you know, open it up. So, yep. uh, yeah, if you want to go ahead and uh, we can start with. Um, I can start by telling a story about my my tech related issue this week. So yeah, I noticed your, um, your normal computer isn't here today. Yeah, I have a uh, I typically I have a MacBook Pro circa 2014 uh, that I typically use, and I was out in my backyard uh, doing some homework late into the evening, and I went inside. I was talking to my roommate. He's like, oh, yeah, don't forget your laptop's out back. Like, you should probably go grab that. I was like, thank you, yeah, before I, like, crash, fall asleep. I just lay down, pass out. Next morning, my roommate's like, it's raining. And I look outside oh, and my, no. my laptop's out in the rain. So I went, I went to the store, bought, like, a 10-pound bag of rice, put it in. Oh, wow. Um, and it, it started up. It started up just fine. The only thing is uh, it's not recognizing the wireless NIC. So basically... I can't, I can't even use it. Right? Yeah, well, it's just a glorified calculator. Here. Computers nowadays, that's yeah. one, that's one topic. Uh, computers nowadays without internet is, you know, you're basically it's it's worthless. Yeah, almost. yeah. Um, the internet is just so omnipresent, and especially if you can't connect to the internet, that's kind of a bigger issue. Exactly. You have you have a uh, external adapter or something that. You yeah. Can so use to obviously the MacBook doesn't have you know an an Ethernet uh, jack. Uh, somewhere I have, you know, a USB uh, adapter, so I'm gonna have to find that. Right now, I'm I'm back on my old ThinkPad, running Arch i3 gaps. 
Uh, I love using this machine. It's just not as, you know, it's bulky. It's very bulky. And, you know, the charger gets ripped out sometimes. And yeah. But one I of the mean, old plugs. It's better than not having a PC, though. So that's that's basically the same. That's that's same. true. All right. So a um, little bit about both of us. I'm I'm Matt. I am a junior in system analysis and design. And I really have an interest in all types of technology. I run a company I currently manage that does web hosting, web design, and multimedia work. And what um, I have learned over the years is technology is omnipresent. It's all around us. And what better way to share that with the rest of the world by talking about it, seeing what the new uh, thing is in tech. So I, Nate and I decided to start this podcast just to kind of bring that to light right Nate? yeah so you know we're both college students uh both I, i'm i'm studying computer science uh software engineering so mm-hmm. yeah we we thought we we worked together this past summer thought it'd be interesting this is, this is kind of something i've always wanted to do since i was a kid i remember me and a friend of mine trying to make a, a tech podcast we were probably in like elementary school probably fourth or fifth grade and it just obviously no one's gonna take like no one's gonna take a you know a 10 year old seriously about what their what what the tech headlines are but you know it was just kind of that idea has been around with me forever so matt and i were working this summer and said hey when we get back we we both we're somewhat like I, I had another show in Wiley Radio. We knew we had access to the studio, mm-hmm. and one of Matt's friends was involved, and Matt was saying he wanted to get more involved. So we said, let's let's do a podcast together. It's something we both find it find a common interest. Exactly, and we're both interested in it. It's not like we're just like like forcing this out too. Like we we could go and talk for hours and hours and hours, but we're not going to do that because that's boring. Yeah, to a lot of people. But we're going to keep it nice, short, sweet, and to the point. So I guess I don't know if you there's something you wanted to start off talking about, but I think um, have you heard about the Amazon microwave? I have not. No. So if you want to look it up, yeah, me, it's 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 very interesting. Uh, it's just another. Uh, it's it's a new uh, Amazon Basics, you know, from their Amazon Basics line. It's a new microwave that connects to Alexa. Oh my gosh. And that is hilarious. There's vo- you know okay. voice enable commands. Um, I wonder how good it, like how I think it's a it's I read it's 700 watt microwave. <laughs> I wonder <laughs> like who the manufacturer. Yeah, that, this is interesting. Is. I'm, I pulled up this article here from Wired. Looking at it, it's yeah, it's a 700 watt microwave, but it has some new tricks. By touching the Alexa button, you can ping a nearby Echo speaker, which will let you tell the microwave what you want to cook. In demos, Amazon showed you how you could ask to cook one potato, commanding the microwave to heat a potato like only this microwave could. <laughs> uh, so, so it's it's that's think think about that for a second. Here, let me get some music up here so we're not talking in the uh, in the dark here. But. Um, think about that. That is a microwave that is connecting to the internet that you're able to control via a smart speaker. This none of this was possible ten years ago, right? Yeah. Think about that. It, it, it's a. Uh, it's basically another way Amazon is infiltrating, trying to <laughs> infiltrate basically every corner of your life. I think it's really interesting. I mean, it, 
I had always said the same thing, you know, Internet of Things. Why, why are we so far behind in terms of just basic, you know, smart device functionality in, uh, uh, in your everyday, like, appliances? Like, we have such, we have, you know, s such technology, you know, in our phones that we use every day. Why can't we connect, you know, like a stove? Like, why, we still have to turn knobs and stuff like that on actual appliances, like, I wonder if there's even any buttons on this microwave. I haven't actually seen yeah, a picture. Here. Here, here's a picture. It looks like a normal microwave, like like you you would like normally see it, but it it's got a special yeah. It doesn't look. It doesn't really even look. It doesn't look special. That different at all. Looks kind of like a generic Walmart, you know, microwave yeah, exactly. that you'd like, buy like something on a budget. In, yeah. Yeah. Something I would put in my dorm room. Like <laughs> it's kind. It's kind of kind of crazy to think like like it's just another microwave but Amazon's putting their own spin on it and it's like what are they what are they doing here like like how are they going to be um, doing this to other different markets and one of the interesting things I saw in this this uh, wired article is it was saying that the um, it's sixty dollars so that's that's actually not very bad I mean you could get what's what's Walmart selling microwave for See, pull up Walmart here. It's that's that's very competitive from what I can from what I can tell. Microwave. There we go. Do you have any? Um, do you use so like b besides the microwave they released? That was just a, a funny thing that I first saw in the new release, uh, the new Amazon lineup that came out. Yeah. Um, but they also released, you know, a new Amazon Show, um, new Amazon Dot. Uh, they just updated their whole line of smart speaker devices. Mm -hmm. Do you own any of these? I actually do. I have. I, I have actually completely home automated my house using Alexa, um, and I have bought these these little smart switches off of eBay that I could actually do for like I could make an entire. Alexa controlled smart switch for a total of seven dollars uh, by splicing to get like taking an old extension cord, cutting it in half, putting it into the uh, actual um, unit, and then connecting it over to the internet, uh, and it's worked. So I use, I think I own three different Alexa units that I have spread strategically through my house um, and in my dorm room as well. All of the um, different lights in there are controlled via Alexa, which is pretty cool. How about yourself? I, yeah, I don't actually own any, you know, whether it be the Amazon, um, the Amazon version of smart speakers or the Apple, uh, uh, the Apple version. Uh, I don't have any of them. Uh, not because I don't like them. I just, the thing that I would really want out of a um, speaker like that is good sound quality, and I just, you know, it's to get a good quality speaker. To put a high quality speaker in those devices, you have to pay, you know, you're gonna have to pay the premium, you know, like a, one of the Echo Dots is not gonna put out the, you know, the kind of sound that I want to. It's not gonna be loud enough and, you know, high fidelity enough. Exactly, exactly. Because other than that, I, I don't have, you know, in my 
the room that I'm renting. I don't have too much of an application for, you know, w building a smart house. I have just the lights and maybe, you know, in the future, if I, when I have my own home, I, this would be something I'd be interested in. Yeah, totally. I mean, I'm, I think that's where we're going to be heading in the next five, 10 years of just complete internet of things like, mm -hmm. like taking over the entire, um, just just our lives with with the internet and it may not be the internet as we know it today who knows uh, but it'll be pretty cool to actually see um, what's what's coming because it's like um, are we what what's what's next we we just don't know uh, the internet can be completely reconfigured or different uh, protocols or something um, and all of this is cool it's it's new and exciting uh and especially with with what we're doing um we we're uh, amazon's leading that with with not only offering like the the uh uh integration with their their shopping services quick shipping um all of this other stuff that people want but they're also owning the internet as a whole through their through their uh, web services um, a lot of people that's don't know. Is, yeah. yeah, that's that's where the money that Amazon makes comes from. A lot of people don't know this, but Amazon actually runs their own uh, internet infrastructure company and provides like Fortune 500 companies with basically services that they use to keep their websites and businesses running. Um, and that's where Amazon has made the majority of their money because what they said is they said, "Oh, we're going to um, take." all of this extra unused hardware that we have and sell it off to people and they, they're making a killing on that and that's why their prices are so low everywhere else because they're making so much money off of that mm -hmm. which is kind of disrupting the entire retail scene so um, it's, it's interesting so you had mentioned you basically built your own smart outlet yeah so yeah. that was one of the things that was released this week the $25 Amazon smart plug uh, it'll be shipping next month uh, it's very you know basic it's just you plug it into your outlet and then plug whatever device in to the oh. uh, smart plug interesting just makes it a you know a smart turns your appliance into a smart device I um, see. it's kind different. of different they've got like a turntable some of these stock demo images they've people plugged in turntable coffee machine yeah and you can set you can set it uh on a schedule or it's voice it, it it's voice activated it responds to commands uh the thi the thing is it doesn't have its on uh its own onboard microphone so yeah. uh you basically use it through the alexa app interesting um, or through your echo that's that's an interesting design as well because it's like the the it's taking up the full width of the outlet and is it looks like it's only is it three prong or two prong like okay it's a three it's prong three outlet. prong because I, w I was gonna say if it's a two prong outlet that kind of defeats the purpose mm -hmm. in a way, um, without that, that shunting there so I guess I lied I do have a <laughs> I bought this ten dollar smart outlet on eBay last year, yeah, just to control my lighting in my room. I have oh, Christmas cool. lights yeah. that are just kind of my 
main lighting and it has its own app and mm -hmm. it's terribly written app crashes all the time well, but uh you can set uh you can set it on a schedule yeah it's pretty it's it's useful if i'm just laying down and i don't want to get up and turn the lights off i just turn them off on my phone very nice and yeah. i have them automatically turn on around like eight and then what i used to have i so i have two of them and i have white lights and red lights yeah so at like eight i would have the white lights come on and then after a while, the red lights would come on with the, the white lights, and then towards the evening, the, the white lights would go away and set a nice red mood in the room. Ah, interesting. So kind of like fade that out and mm -hmm. bring it in. I like it. I like it. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of it's it's kind of interesting too because a lot of those uh, eBay finds from that ships from somewhere undisclosed in China uh, usually come with a very very poorly written app. It's a terrible. But, app. Yeah, it's a terrible app. But I mean, could be worse too. I, I mean, um, you are getting a thing for like ten bucks, and a lot of the bigger players in this market are are incredibly expensive. Like like a lot of uh, smart switches, especially from um, uh, a lot of other companies, are like between fifty and sixty dollars too, which is really interesting. Amazon's really trying to bring that um, that market down. <coughs> So another one uh, looks, another thing that it looks like Amazon has released is a Echo Link amp. And the Echo amp, they're amplifiers through and through. They have Ethernet, coax, optical, and multi-channel. And it has a 60-watt amplifier that links to an Echo that like supports directly to speakers. So basically, Amazon's making a new amplifier that hooks directly up to the Alexa so you could basically like control your music in with actual volume in another room that's that's pretty cool is the I think the echo link amp they're trying to ship it they're teaming up with Bose to try to ship it with oh, some, wow. some Bose speakers wow. um, or it, it wasn't the link amp I think it's the echo input yeah it's 35 dollars just allows oh, audio cast you you ba you just can make any uh portable speaker a smart speaker and allow you to use the the echo app to cast media to this the speaker interesting very cool so basic so the difference between that and the amp is the amplifier just goes directly to a speaker with the amplified signal but with the input it looks like what you have to do is you have to actually hook that up to an amplifier and then have that go to the speakers um, so there's that extra step there but it's 35 bucks at that point it's almost I'd just pony up the extra couple dollars and get the, uh, the true Alexa um, just if, if it were me because you could have all the additional functionality of that of the Alexa unit and still have your music piping out through it may not be as as high quality but I mean I feel like it probably would be a waste to get something like that um, another thing that's actually pretty interesting too from more of a developer point of view which will which will be interesting to watch as as time comes is uh, the Alexa gadgets toolkit which is basically Amazon's attempt uh, to use like open up the Alexa operating system in a way more so to 
um, like give notifications, uh, control how Alexa actually handles questions, and gives more updates to be able to actually be pushed out to these different devices. So it, it looks like uh, the initial launch partners are Hasbro, Huawei Group, Jemmy Industries, Baby Plus, Tomy International, and eKids, who've used it to make toys like dancing plush animatronics, smart toothbrushes, and a touch-sensitive table mat. So it seems like they're expanding that that reach into more more and more smart devices, which is which is interesting. Yeah, I mean, I never, I know people who have developed on Alexa platform, but I didn't know. I, did, I didn't know to the extent of which their their API was open. It sounds like they just announced they're opening it up more to allow more third-party app development. Exactly, yeah. And that's, that's going to be really interesting to see come out too because as the software becomes more and more available for use, that means that there's going to be more and more people who are actually taking advantage of that, who are actually going to be um, putting into... Uh, this general software pool which is going to be really interesting to see and as we progress in the next at least couple of months i feel like more and more big name companies are going to jump on board and integrate this because these units are selling like hotcakes there's there there's a ton of alexas in the world right now and if amazon continues its trend of trying to dominate smart home which i think they're doing a pretty good job of mm. um they're going to be the go-to source for people from now on um and they're only going to see an uphill growth so yeah it, it's interesting that you know amazon is really pushing smart home and you don't see i don't see apple kind of does they they it's it's a in my opinion it's a pitiful attempt yeah They're, but the smart speaker I, I wonder why it's not a bigger thing because when you when you can establish <laughs> when you can establish yourself as the ecosystem for your smart home I think you know if Amazon can move in quickly and gobble up a bunch of this smart home uh, you know market then then you know uh, just as you're kind of you get like ecosystem lock that now they now they own your home and then just when you whenever when you add on you know new devices you stay within the ecosystem if you if you start at the home then you know they've 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 got you exactly yeah and it, and unfortunately uh, it's it's part of their plan to make you dependent on them so you only buy their devices in the future and make it incompatible with everything else that's just good marketing um, but it's it's interesting though to see that entire um phenomenon happening and i i just pulled up this article about siri versus google assistant versus alexa which is the smartest virtual assistant off of uh, gadgets 360 and it looks like uh in terms of complex stuff uh siri and um alexa uh, showcase restaurants and all sorts of like advanced stuff um, but Google Assistant is actually giving much of a better interface much better uh, stuff like that but it's it's interesting though to compare this because they're comparing everything on the phone 
Um, like I, I run an Android phone right now, so I use Google Assistant for doing the normal stuff that I don't want to do. Like, like it's so easy to put in a calendar or something like that um, into your your phone. Uh, like, just say like create event lunch lunch with my friend tomorrow at 2 p.m. and you can it'll just do that right away. It's not like we have to wait on it, uh, which is which is really really cool. Um, but it's it's going to be interesting to see and as these things start getting smarter and smarter um we're gonna we're gonna see what's what's going on so we're gonna take a break and yeah then, we'll uh, take a take a little bit of a break and then uh we will be right back with more tech talk nation tech talk nation will be right back tech talk nation is brought to you by fitzgerald tech solutions We live in the digital world. Everyone is on the internet at least once a day. It is commonplace for every business, individual, and organization to have a website. You need a website to stay competitive. At Fitzgerald Tech Solutions, we provide you with everything you need for your internet presence. Whether you want to take the more DIY approach by buying web hosting services on our fast, US-based servers with industry-leading software, or allowing us to do the web designing and multimedia creation services for you. You can know that you are getting high quality, reliable, and cost-effective services that you need to stay ahead in the market. Fitzgerald Tech Solutions fits your timeline. We work efficiently to make sure that you get what you want as soon as possible. Fitzgerald Tech Solutions fits your needs. Whether you are someone looking to get your own website or a large company looking for a fresh look, we can amaze you with our skills and expertise. Fitzgerald Tech Solutions fits your budget. We make sure that great websites don't break the bank and will not stop until you are 100% satisfied. Fitzgerald Tech Solutions. Tech. We get it. You're listening to Wiley Radio. Welcome back to Tech Talk Nation. Welcome back. Thanks for hanging with us after the break. Um, we still have a lot more to talk about. And Nate, you you were telling me something interesting during the break there. Yeah. So new uh, the new iPhones that everyone knows about. Um, two weeks ago, uh, they came out uh, with the new iPhone XR, XS, well, 10 rather. It's the iPhone 10s, yeah. 10R. Uh, 10s max basically the t- the 10r which is kind of their 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 entry point their, their lowest level device um, they didn't go with an an OLED display um, okay and it has the same pixel density as their old iPhone 4 really so so it has the same amount of pixels as the iPhone 4 it it has so it it has more pixels okay in total but it's the same pixel density oh yeah it does, it's a six it's point a screen yeah but it, it's lower quality right it's a 6.1 inch screen and uh the same pixel density as an iphone 4 and you know i i had an iphone 4 so and I, you yeah. could see i mean at the time it was you know it was fantastic, great yeah. but yeah you when you Compared to today's like 
the standard for di displays on, on phones today. It, when you pick up an iPhone 4, you can see the pixels. Yeah. And I'm just surprised that they would allow that to happen. They would release a phone with this kind of display in it. Like, there's no reason, like, the the infrastructure is there to put a better screen in. And I don't know, it's already, the phone is already expensive enough. Why why not just put in an OLED screen? I agree with you. I, th I think the, th the thought process of Apple here is that they're trying to get into this this more lower mid-range phone market rather well, than... Well, they, but they're jacking the price. The prices are so high. Now, that's for sure, though. And I think they're using this as the, like, you want an iPhone, here's how you could get one more more affordably that's latest yeah. gen. I, I was thinking maybe... Maybe they're, like, telling... They're basically telling you, look, if you shell out this much money, you'll get this phone with this... You know, dated display. Yeah. But it upsell. You know, let 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 us upsell you to the the 10s or the 10s Max. The you know the flagship devices mm -hmm. for just a little bit more. Which, I mean, a little. It's a little bit more. You're already you're already spending 800 dollars to bump up to a thousand dollar phone. They, they want. They just want you to buy their flagship devices. Exactly. There's a psych. There's like a psychological. Um, element to this i think they there was some experiment where with popcorn i remember learning about it in like psych 101 basically if you depending on how you price the the cheaper popcorn if you have two you know a small and a large popcorn yeah depending on where you place the small popcorn's price relative to the large popcorn you can you can affect people's decisions and how they choose They'll, you'll you'll get them to pay just a little bit more for the, the, large, for the larger exactly. popcorn. I, that feels like what they're doing here. I, I agree with you, and it's it's quite interesting too. I, I remember that too from from psychology, and another thing too of like calling calling their phones the same product but with different like names too. Um, usually, I, I see like you mean st staying. Can you elaborate on that? You mean yeah, sure. Like like having the uh, um, same. I've, everything's an iPhone X. It's it's interesting. Ten. Yeah, iPhone <laughs> X. Well, it's it's kind of like OS X, but it's really ten point whatever. Yeah. Um. So and now it's um, Mac OS, but I digress. Um. And it's it's interesting though because a lot of companies have like a like a platinum platinum plus platinum premium type phone. But Apple's kind of taking that and twisting it around a little bit by still calling them all the same product, just a different append, like appending it to a different name. And I think what that's doing is that's kind of convincing consumers that they're still getting an iPhone 10. So we're going to pay whatever you want because it's an iPhone 10. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? The the Apple prestige and the name goes along with whatever they can charge for these phones. It, it's kind of arbitrary at this point. Yeah, they they always have you know the. They keep following by their core, um, their core, you know, Apple geek, huge, like Apple people. They'll line up and before the store opens just to get the latest iPhone. But I was seeing a lot of, there's a lot of YouTube videos that I watched people who had, you know, bought every new 
generation iPhone, the day it came out, were saying, I'm not going to buy this one. It's, you know, it's just too expensive. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's insane. For what you're getting. I mean, they, they always, the keeping the iPhone 10 name, that's in the, tradi they've done that traditionally where they'll have, it's like, it's like Intel's TikTok uh, release structure where Intel would, you know, shrink the die they in one tick they'd shrink the die on the talk they'd double the the amount of transistors on the die go back and forth so the iphone what they do is they'll release a completely new device like iphone they started this with the iphone 5 iphone 5 then 5s so they'll just they'll come out with the s which is basically just a minor update to or usually just new processor processor yeah um uh, and it usually is accompanied by a new iOS uh, release. So, so yeah, this was just this was supposed to be just an S update, just as you know they had done for the last four iPhone models. Yeah, cool, cool. It's it's it. The only thing that bugs me though is it's the more quote, affordable iPhone 10 model, the XR is starting at $750. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's still expensive. Like, I, I bought a brand new phone, and it was $500, and I didn't want to spend that. Right. Uh, but and I mean, 750 Wow. A lot of phone manufacturers are releasing really good phones for pretty cheap, like mm -hmm. Huawei, yeah, some I, of their I've phones, Huawei. you know, it's for $300. You can get a really good phone with really good specs. Uh, yeah, I was I was hoping to see the price come down on the phones. Um, it would it would entice me. I'm I'm a, a person who likes a large screen, and mm -hmm. the uh, the 10s Max that looks like something that could make me switch back to the iPhone, but not at that price. I I can't I can't justify it. You could get. Uh, the Polka phone, uh, which has a really beautiful display for yeah something like three hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, and and that's that's, I think Apple's trying to solidify themselves as the best in their their industry, which they're doing very well. Um, but they're also, I feel, shooting themselves in the foot. It says they cost as much as a thousand five hundred dollars. Yeah, I think that's, that's the maxed out. That's the maxed. That's out. the iPhone XS Max. Yeah, with, which is with insane. the most storage. I you, you I think it's either two I think it's five twelve now. Five twelve, yeah. yeah. You can get in a phone five hundred and twelve gigabytes. That wasn't in that wasn't in laptops five years ago. Yeah, I <laughs> so this is something I thought about, and I'd like to hear your opinion. Yeah, um, sure. I had said that probably two hundred fifty six gigs was going to be the most we'd ever seen a phone, solely because everything, you know as we transition to not storing our files locally and everything will be on a cloud, you know, all your photos will be on a cloud somewhere. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't even really understand the reason for having a disc on a phone that large because I guess for quick access to photos. But I mean, if you have, yeah. if you have that many photos or offline music, I mean, no one, no one, no one is using these iPhones anymore to sync their music from, you know, iTunes that they purchased. They're using Apple Music if they're using if they're in the Apple ecosystem. Mm -hmm. Using Spotify, Spotify, Amazon Prime Stream. 
ev everything is streamed now. All content is streamed. Um, as you know, we get into more. I, I we talked about it last week. Um, just you and I about uh, AT and T trying out uh, a couple more test cities for 5G uh, mm -hmm. cell networks. As we get closer and closer to Wi-Fi like uh, cell uh, network, people, why would why would I take a photo and not have it con not have it immediately be backed up to like Google Photos? Exactly. I usually have I usually have all my photos backed up or automatically sync uh, to Google Photos so that, you know, if I drop my phone in the toilet, I'll still have exactly. all my content. It's that backup, it's that it's that safety net. And my opinion on that is I, I would never buy a 512 uh, gigabyte phone just merely because that's that's insane. I, I I have a I have a 128 gigabyte phone right now, and I think I want I want to say I have something ridiculous like 70 gigabytes free right mm -hmm. now, and the fact is it's like I've still used like 40 gigs on a phone, but the only thing I'm storing on it now is just apps, all of the code I develop for apps, and just the the photos that I take, which I I just purge to Google Cloud. Uh, and do you have expandable storage on? Do you have expandable slot for yes, storage? Yes, actually, in the yeah, I do. Which is another thing that's interesting, especially on, on something like this. On on an Android phone, you're able to expand the storage with with a micro SD card. Granted, it wouldn't be as quick as the onboard storage, but um, still, it, it allows you to expand it. But with iPhones, you're just straight up capped at whatever right. whatever Apple sells you the device for. So that's probably why. They, people would say buy the 512 gig. But, but, There's no room for expansion, mm -hmm. and if they if they take a lot of photos and videos on their phone, they want that. But 512 gigabytes worth? That's, yeah. that's insane. Like my friend has a 128 gigabyte um, iPhone, and he has something ridiculous like 15,000 pictures on his phone and a bunch of slow mo videos, which is 700 or 720p at 120 frames per second mm -hmm. which is that's that takes up a lot of storage um so he he has all of that and i think he still has like 40 gigs available which is which is insane and that's on a 128 gig phone that's that's what like basically four or five steps down from um the 512 gigabyte so I just think that it's impractical to get a phone with half a terabyte worth of storage when you have other devices that need it more, like like a PC where an average app is 10, 12 gigabytes, um, but phone apps are only a couple megs a piece, and uh, you can use your storage more efficiently somewhere else. And in our age of digital life, uh, with all of your your streaming information being put somewhere else um i don't see any form of practicality of a phone that big but then again it is apple and they're trying to charge the way toward the future and it's going to be interesting though to see how this how this pans out because i i think they just do that as the most people are going to wind up getting the 256 or the 128 just but we're going to have this option for those of you who just want to basically be like, I want the best possible thing I could get. 
All right. Well, that's all I that's all I had today, uh, Fitz. If uh, unless actually, you have something you want to talk about, I'm actually pretty good too. I mean, uh, I feel like we did a pretty good job kicking off this new and improved podcast experience. Um, we would we'll love continue to improve. Of exactly, course, over time. exactly, and we would love to Hopefully. hear your feed. Of course, <laughs> always improving. Uh, we'd love to hear your feedback. Um, we will be launching our website later tonight, techtalknation.com, uh, to get you all of this content and uh, have more of a social presence as well. Um, in addition to that, you're able to listen to anything that you uh, want on there, our um, past broadcasts and all that stuff as we get more and more uh, complex. So... Uh, with that, I would like to thank you for listening, and I will uh, send us out. Have a great night, and tune in next week for more Tech Talk Nation. Thank you for listening to Tech Talk Nation. Tune in next week for more discussion on the latest in tech visit our website at www.techtalknation.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks for listening to Tech Talk Nation. Tune in next week for more discussion on the latest in tech.